Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know your time is very valuable. You're spending it here. Hopefully the things that you are learning and hearing during these podcasts, you are taking those thoughts, adding to them within your own mind, your own perspective, and then sharing those with the people around you, helping them to grow as well. So once again, that is D1. That song is called Praying For Your Dog. I will play a little bit more at the end of the podcast to let y'all hear some of him. I really like him. Uh, conscious rapper, Christian rapper. Uh, that album is called The Psalms of David 2. So check him out. And like I said, it's something I enjoy. That positivity. That's what we need in life. More positivity. You know, uh, negativity right now is out there so much in the world on TV and the news and the music it's nice to have uh, love and compassion in the music and I'm going to have to step away real quick forgot about my laundry so I apologize for that I was going to turn that off before I started very unprofessional right very unprofessional But today's podcast is going to be on how simplicity can bring happiness, right? I think that if we can grasp this concept, then we, in general, will be happier. Society will be better. And I think we've got to truly understand this. So how does this work? Let's start with food, right? We'll just start with food. Uh, research out there, if we're going to look at nutrition, it can talk about food combining, right? How certain foods combined together can cause discomfort in your stomach. I wish I have a whole podcast on, or a whole uh, uh, YouTube video on it, so I'm not going to go too in-depth with it now. But it's the same thing when they say if you're going vegan, that you need to combine certain foods together to create a complete protein, which once again, that's a lie. Those proteins are complete. It's just that they lack large amounts of certain amino acids. So that's why you combine the two together because the one food has that amino acid in higher quantity versus the other one. So they complement each other, right? And that's what the world's about, complementing each other. Um, Same thing, like I said, with food combining. We've got to understand that when we consume food, that carbohydrates take a different protein or a different uh, enzyme to digest versus proteins, versus fats. So they all thrive off of a different enzyme or digestive enzyme. So now when you're consuming large quantities of protein with large quantities of carbohydrates and fats and all these different things, that in itself can cause discomfort or can cause difficulty in digestion, which of course then can cause difficulties within the digestive tract, which then can have difficulties with elimination which then can lead to irritable bowel syndrome and other health issues. 
So I think if we can take that into consideration, there's a lot of issues that can happen when we complicate our meals. And that's why I hate to say it, like food prepping can be very valuable, very simple. Uh, you should try something more of like a mono meal is even what they talk about, where your meal is just in the morning maybe, you're just consuming a large quantity of oatmeal, right? And then usually vegetables are usually neutral, right? So it would be the equivalent of eating oatmeal and then having some vegetables. Uh, for lunch, you're having protein and then you're eating a lot of vegetables. For dinner, you would be trying to eat higher fat or if you're just trying to go low fat in general, you're back to more of a high protein meal with unlimited vegetables to create less complications and simplify the meal which can then in turn help simplify and create longevity and health within the intestines and the immune system and just strengthen the body. Uh, once again, what do they tell you when you are looking at food labels, right? They're going to say, always look for the foods with the least ingredients, right? Simplicity. Less ingredients means a healthier food. And, make sure, and if there are somewhat a large number of ingredients, you want to make sure you can at least pronounce them, right? We want simplicity of vocabulary in that sense. So very simple, just um, some quick things there on nutrition, simplifying it for health longevity, right? And in reality, keeps you around longer for friends, family, uh, gives you longer time on this planet that hopefully you can make greater change. Or at least it's going to... I've, I've I've said in other podcasts and YouTube videos that sometimes the healthy lifestyle might not create a longer life, but if it can be a pain-free life and a more quality life, then that in itself should be something that we should work towards, right? So now we're going to go to spirituality real quick. So how does this simplicity, how can this move on into our spirituality, right? So for me, I come from that Christian background, Catholic background, and for us, we are monotheists, right? We believe in one God. Then there are other religions where they're polytheists. They believe in multiple gods, right? The, the so-called pagans, where, you know, there's the there's the rain god, the water god, the this god. And in reality, what I've come to understand is, especially in today's world, where we have, sorry, I'm typing, if you can hear that as well, very unprofessional, trying to pull up my um, podcast again so I can show or talk about uh, possible other podcasts you'd want to check out. Uh, but once again, in today's world with so much distraction, it's very difficult to be able to even pray, to find time to meditate, to find time of quietness and stillness, right? So if you are a polytheist or pagan, whatever you feel comfortable saying, multiple gods, polytheists, uh, imagine how difficult it would be to pray to the rain god, then pray to the snow god, then pray to the food god, then pray to the this god, to the that god. And I think that makes Christianity and monotheism that much greater, right? that it's 
so much easier to pray to one God than it is to try and pray to all these multiple gods. And if nature and the world in general, simplicity brings happiness, then in reality it seems like that's a better way to go. That would be kind of the way God has designed it for simplicity, right? So quick shout out, I pulled it up. I just released a podcast and I've got a new subscriber, Dolores Johnson. Thank you very much. But, so if you want to go a little bit deeper into the monotheism versus the polytheism and these multiple gods, I do have a podcast where I talk about it. Uh, a few, one I think might be interesting for everybody is episode 31, You Might Be a Christian If. I think that one's very uh, a very interesting topic. I had one more. Let me see if I can find it here. I'm searching here. And episode 13, Spiritual Evolution. So give those a listen. See what you think. Um, but anyways, I think that's that beauty of a, of monotheism. But in reality, with the, with the way things are designed, I think we've got to understand that there is a God of some sort. Now, when... We, where we might disagree is what a definition of God is. I know with atheists that becomes a, a big conflict of interest to where you try to give a definition and they're like, well, that's not a definition of God. And it's like, okay, well, what's your definition of God? And then they don't want to give you a definition of God or you struggle to find one that you can both agree on, right? Because if you can't agree on the definition, how are you able to agree on if something exists or if how something works? So... So there we go. We've got that. We've got nutrition. We've got spirituality. When it comes to fitness, right? In in reality, it's there are some basics, right? To to being healthy and in and keeping our bodies in a state that is going to help us with longevity. And what that comes down to is number one, right? Simplicity. You need to stretch. It is what it is. You need to make sure that you are stretching. Simple. I've got a one as well called uh, How to Design Your Own Exercise Program. I apologize. I just canceled out of or closed the window. Uh, but check that out. That one out. How to Design Your Own Workout Program. But the basics and the simplicity of fitness, right? Is of course we discuss nutrition. This one is going to be stretching. Everybody needs to be stretching and foam rolling. That's a must. Right as you get older, as you become stressed, as you become dehydrated, uh, your your muscles are going to shrink, shrivel, create stress points, become less flexible, less pliable, how, whatever term you feel more comfortable using, and you need to stretch and elongate. If you're standing all day, gravity is pushing on you. You need to lay down, stretch out, get everything moving properly. Next is some form of lifting. And when it comes to it, I'm not, in reality, you do not need a gym membership at all, whatsoever. So what you can do is, right, body weight exercises. There's nothing wrong with body weight exercise. Go to the park. All these bar stars and these calisthenics and things like that, great. 
If you're not trying to be the strongest man on earth and you just want to be healthy, healthy, look decent, feel great, hey, you don't need a gym membership at all. And then a little bit of cardio, running, biking, swimming, circuit training, whatever it is. Three basics. That's all you need. That's all you need for exercise. Stretching, body weight exercises, calisthenics, lifting weights, whatever, and some form of cardio. That's all you need. And then abdominal work, core work, right? And there's two ways you can define define your core. Core can be from your abdominals down to your butt cheeks, right? Because that's the core of your body. And then core, like the core of an apple, running straight down your spine. Is your spine to line? All those muscles that are connecting into your spine. That's your core as well, like an apple. So we've got two cores. We've got that type of core, which would be more maybe like a peach, right? You've got the pit. And then the core like an apple. So there are your two cores. Try and take care of those. So there you go. Exercise, fitness, very simple. Keep it simple. Minimalist, simple. Life will be great. Next, we're going to your environment. Now, this is the big one. I've mentioned it before. We live in America. I do. Um, Even around the world, any first world nation, um, it's usually consume, 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 purchase, purchase, purchase. It's going to make you happy. And that is just a lie, right? So there's there's a documentary out there. I made a couple YouTube videos on it called The Minimalist. And this is where it comes into play, right? Everybody hates cleaning their house, right? Everybody hates spring cleaning. Everybody hates these things. You hate to dust. You hate to vacuum. You hate to do all these things, but yet you just buy more junk that you need to dust, right? That dust collects on. More clothes, more laundry to do. You hate doing laundry, but yet you have 500 shirts, 400 pairs of pants, and who knows what else? Right? But then yet you don't want to do the laundry or you wanted to do all these other things in life or during the weekend, but you couldn't because you had to spend all weekend cleaning because you have a bunch of junk and a bunch of stuff that you need to clean. So eliminating that and that in general, right? And this is where I do believe in safe spaces. I hate this whole concept I've been hearing lately of hate spaces with or uh, safe spaces within colleges. And the thing is, your home should be your safe space, right? Out and about in the world is not a safe space. Things can go crazy out there. I heard a guy say it best in one of the podcasts I listened to. I hate the concept of positive thoughts will bring up about positive things. Because he says, it doesn't matter how positive I am when I'm walking down the street, if a lunatic walks by and shoots me, right? Didn't matter how positive I was, that guy shot me, and nothing was going to prevent that. So, um. Just remember, how can you minimize your life? And with your home being your safe space, you don't want to. You don't want to go home after a hard, long, chaotic day at work to chaoticness in your house. It just looks like a tornado hit. How does that? How is that going to be comfortable at all? How is that going to make you de-stress when your entire world at home just looks a mess as well? It's not going to help. It's contradictory. So simplifying your life in that way. Get rid of all the little trinkets and the junk and all those things. You know, pictures on the wall is fine. Why do you need 900 little statues and whatever it is around the house? And I'm looking at that because I have all that junk too, right? 
so it's finding ways to simplify in that way. And here's a challenge for, for you. There was a, in that, pod, in that uh, documentary, The Minimalist, a lady said that they, were, they started the 333 challenge. I don't know where they get the three from unless it was three months. So three months, 33 articles of clothing. That's everything. Shoes, socks, underwear, bras if you're women. Unfortunately, uh, you have a little less uh, because you have a bra and underwear. Men just have underwear, right? But it was 33 things. Shoes, socks, underwear, bra, negligee, whatever, shirt, pants, hat, what jacket, all these things. Select 33 items, get rid of everything else, and wear those for three months. And this lady said, I did that for three months, and not once did somebody tell me, have you wore that before? Not once did anybody say anything about the way she dressed or said anything negative about the way she dressed and she only had 33 articles of clothing. She only had 33 articles of clothing. So it was a lifestyle that she wanted to adopt. So, you know, in reality, maybe that's something you should try. I should try. I know after watching that, I just today kind of cleaned, cleaned some stuff out Well, over the last week. And today I finally took it and, and uh, dumped it off at the thrift store, at the Ark thrift store today. I still have way more than I need, but I'm slowly working on it. But I think in general, we all need to do that and live that minimal lifestyle so you can have peace. And when you live that minimal lifestyle, right, where you don't have a phone, a tablet, a PlayStation, a TV, a, a, an iPod, or this or that, right, that's also going to, in my opinion, it's going to help relieve the stress of keeping up with the Joneses, as they call it, right? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Is that what the name of the show is? Right, because you're not trying to compete with somebody because they got a new computer, because they got a new sh pair of shoes, they got a new this, they got a new that. Because it doesn't matter. And when you're not spending your hard-earned money on those things, then you now are no, you are no longer slave to those things. That's what it means to be, you know, just free of possessions. The concept of do your possessions. Do you possess your possessions or do they possess you? Are you defined by that? As much as people try to say these things don't define them, well, if they don't define you, why do you only purchase the brand name? And I understand that sometimes they're higher quality made, so they're going to last a little bit longer. But then once again, do you really need 10 Gucci shirts, 20 Gucci pairs of pants, 15 Gucci underwear, Gucci this, Prada that? Right? So in a sense, it almost seems like you are living by the brand name. So once again, it's just something to think about. How can you minimalize and simplify your life? How can you do it in a way that is going to make you happier? Right? Now, I know the downfall is you might not be able to be the one that uh, throws the party has the big get-together. But in reality, from what I've seen from people, when they hold these big parties, now they're just struggling trying to clean up some their house that they haven't cleaned up in 10 months anyways. So in reality, if your house is truly clean, you might not have the latest gadgets and entertainment, but you can definitely have people over for a conversation. You might not be able to watch the game, but you can 
have a, a deep intellectual conversation and grow and truly create a friendship and a relationship of meaning instead of superficial and just gathered around the TV watching something. Kind of vegging out, right? So I don't know. There you go. I kind of just ways to simplify life that hopefully is going to help you become a better person. I think, right, everybody wants to claim how everything's too complicated, right? Even here in the election now. It's over. Trump's president. You know, taxes are too difficult. You know, we want to make it to where you fill out one page. It's like a postcard. You fill out the postcard and it's very simple. We want to simplify that. But unfortunately, we don't see the benefit of simplifying everything else in life. And I think if you're able to do that, uh, you'll find deeper meaning in life. Once we can simplify and become minimalist in some way, shape, or form. Right? And in reality, it might not be feasible to live that minimalist lifestyle in every aspect of your life. But you should be able to find ways to live minimally in certain areas of your life and that's all we can hope for right small changes at a time and these small changes can lead to wonderful and great opportunities so there you go folks i hope this helps i hope it gave you some food for thought uh, something to add upon in discussions with your friends your family those around you that will hopefully lead everybody in a direction that will change the world for the better, right? Because it starts with you, your home, your car, your closet, your bathroom, your kitchen. And once you can make the changes there, you can slowly start to leak into society and create that change that all of us crave. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you can... Share it with others. Help me out. Subscribe. Post a review. Click the star if you're on iTunes. That's where the reviews are going to be most valuable on iTunes. Uh, But once again, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Don't forget to follow on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, for all the exercise, nutrition, health, spirituality, motivational self-help videos that, that I can think of. And many more to come. And now we're going to end with D1. Praying for your dog. Some more positivity in life. Simplify your life. And here you go.